All right, everybody. Welcome to another edition of What's What VR. Today, I have Angelique Bergeron and Jeannie Luckett from West Whitton Rouge Parish Museum. How are things, guys? Great. Going well. Awesome. So you guys, uh, we're all kind of jumping in, and you guys have a lot of activities for people to do, you know, around the grounds that you guys have. How much grounds is that? You know, is that, what do you... We're on a six acre campus with eight historic structures. So our main museum was what's left of the 1880s courthouse. Then we have, you know, an 1850s um, enslaved persons cabin, a plantation house, um, other cabins, uh, a barn, um, a plantation, plantation store. store, a juke joint, right. um, just uh, a beautiful campus to explore and stretch your legs. Yeah, and then several galleries with uh, changing and permanent exhibits in the main building as well. Awesome. And probably the first question is just to clear the air. You guys are open, closed, half open, half closed? <laughs> we're open. Um, we're currently under uh, phase two restrictions. We don't accept uh, large group tours, but family groups are more than welcome. And we feel that we are um, uniquely set up to really um, host and uh, customize the tours for family groups. Yeah. That's awesome. And you said you've had building, it's from the old courthouse, you said? From 18... 1880s. And what courthouse was that? The West Baton Rouge Courthouse, the third courthouse okay. West Baton Rouge. Mm -hmm. That is a long time. Building. <laughs> That's the, our, our main entrance. Okay. And so you guys have, obviously, there's a mission that you guys are keeping, you know, alive over there. You mind giving us a little bit of kind of what that is for people who may not know? Sure. We're a regional history museum and an educational resource dedicated to preserving um, the history and culture of West Baton Rouge and the surrounding region for future generations. Awesome. So to these tours that you can do, obviously can't do large groups and those kind of things. This is something, you know, a family can pick up, you know, the phone and ring out and say, hey, this, you know, we want to come out. Yes, absolutely. They can call our number 336-2422 or check out our website, westbatonrougemuseum.org. Um, of course, you can come without reservation as a walk-in, and but if you want to plan something a little extra special just for your family, go ahead and call ahead and make a reservation and we can plan something special for you, be it a blacksmithing demonstration, a woodworking demonstration, or you know, we have a few other options as well that we could discuss with families to see what works for them. Yeah. Tell me, that's one of the things that was interesting. I've heard a little bit of this, you know, in full disclosure, but the blacksmith, you know, shop that is full working, full, full blacksmith, like real deal, not, you know, a guy just kind of with an anvil and a chair, you know, this is. Nope. nope. It's an apprenticeship program. Um, we also do demonstrations as she mentioned, but, mm -hmm. um, when in the fall months, when it's cooler, it's a lot more pleasant to sign up for a blacksmith apprenticeship and it's a weekend long program. Yeah, you come for two full days for that um, and you leave with basically all the blacksmithing basics that you need and a hardbound book with more tricks of the trade. And once you've paid for and completed that course, you get to come back and use the blacksmithing shop to further hone your skills and practice. The little catches if you know because we're open to the public if a tour walks through you can just kind of stop what you're doing explain what you're doing and then keep banging away so that's amazing and how long is how long you guys have been doing that is that new or 
Eh, like maybe two years now. Oh, it started in 18, summer of 18. Yeah, since 20 of 2018. Yeah, we, 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 we started in the summer of 2018, like she said, and then quickly realized summer is not the best idea. The diehards stuck it through though, but you can imagine it's very hot when you add, you know, hot cold. 14 iron, right? Yeah, right. in addition to the Louisiana summer heat. Right. So uh, now it's a fall spring program. <laughs> <laughs> You know, live and learn. <laughs> but, um, I've never heard of anywhere you could do that. So it's, you know, that's what was interesting when I heard about it. So are you guys doing the same thing kind of on the woodworking side? Or? We are. We are. We, um, it's a hand building class. So we have antique woodworking tools. And so you get to learn, you know, what all these devices are, the names, a little bit of history behind them. And then you uh, make something to keep. Same, same with blacksmithing. You, you leave with what you make. So um, yeah, and then for families that come in, we can, you know, during this phase of operations, we can do demonstrations and they can, you know, see some things. We can answer a lot of questions, but in the fall, uh, you'll be able, be able to actually sign up for the long range workshops and make some things. And so with that, you know, families can obviously do the tour, you know, come through, you guys walk them through, see everything. They decide to do this, come back in the fall. What you guys used to had been running a camp for a long time and you know Jenny, you were on some of the webinars with us we've heard some of the you know sad news there but you know what's the kind of update with the camp program oh my gosh so well i guess i guess the silver lining is the entire world can enjoy five days of fun you know via our website this year so if you go to westbatonridgemuseum.org we have five act five days worth of activities it probably pales in comparison to actually being here because we do a whole lot more but we chose activities that had something to do with this year's theme, which was made in Louisiana. Um, and we tried to carefully choose things that people could do from the comfort of their own homes with things that they could easily find around their houses without going out during this time. Um, we made our staff just, you know, embrace their creative side and had so much fun creating videos that we added to the lessons and, um, just a whole lot of fun. So you'll get like a little bit of Louisiana trivial trivia and a little history and then hands-on activities that sort of reinforce what you just learned in some sort of a zany way. And, you know, I just believe in, um, I don't know, instilling pride in children from, for being from Louisiana. So often you hear we're last in so many things, but we're so great in so many more things and we're a unique culture and we need to celebrate it. I would agree. A lot of people don't even realize these things are in our own backyard. Like you said, you've got six acres to come, you know, walk. people are complaining, but there's nothing to do or they're bored. And there's an incredible, you know, if I was telling somebody the other day, I might've even been on the show. It's, I've got family that lives in Chicago, so it's not a knock on Chicago, but like, it's, you know, they live downtown Chicago, like in an apartment, 30th something floor. I would, I don't know what I'd do with myself right now, you know, because like they go down, so it's just concrete brick everywhere. They get a park, you know, they can walk in a circle, you know, and, but, you know, here it's go for fine plantations, get on the, you know, get in the canoe, you know, get in a tube and go float down a river. There's so many things, you know, that we have. And I was just kind of looking through the list, you know, before we started talking here of all the things that you guys have, you know, everything from, you know, the, you know, 
the sugar fest, you know, you've got open houses, you've got workshops, you've got the spinning, the weaving, the ceramics, lectures. It's a lot of stuff and all this is still going on, right? Yeah. most of it we right? can, yeah like some of those things we can do for like one household and so, you know in the past we could offer a workshop for 40 or 50 people now you know we can offer a workshop for just your household or maybe a cool date night or something like that you know um it we can still do all kinds of great things we just have to change the way we do it yeah that's awesome I think that's, I like uh, the blacksmith shop has got me excited. I'm going to be there. I think <laughs> I keep talking about it. So anything else going on that we, you know, kind of want to, you know, want to cover and want to talk about? Well, while we're talking about the grounds, we did a lot of improvements. So when we closed yeah. to the public, we kind of doubled down on a lot of capital outlay projects that we had planned here, new sidewalks, um, new gardens and, and paths to walk around our campus. So it's really, it's really a lovely place. Um, other improvements to the building that were necessary, painting and windows, you know, not as exciting, but the sidewalks, I think, have really enhanced. I see people, there's a running club that runs every week here in Port Allen, and I see people on our sidewalks every day. Um, so it's, it's exciting to, to, you know, be a resource like that for our community. Yeah, our grounds are open. It's, it's park-like, <laughs> truly. It, it's, it's beautiful and inviting. Um, there's no gate around the property, so you can walk through and enjoy these paths, whether we're open or not. Um, it's so much fun to arrive at work in the morning or when we're leaving in the evening and see professional photographers out taking, um, I don't know, we've seen everything from homecoming and wedding pictures to graduation pictures and baby pictures. Baby pictures. Yeah. There'll be a little yeah. TP set up and a little, you know. My favorite, yeah. my absolute favorite is one day I drove up to work on a Saturday and someone, I applaud them for their effort and creativity. They brought a horse trailer and brought a pony. <laughs> now that's, wow. that's clever and a whole lot of effort, but hey, I bet it made a really cute picture. Yeah. We, we had talked on our website. We, we should, should encourage this because I'm always like, I see yeah. the stuff that people are hauling yeah. out for family portraits. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah, and if you come here to walk around, we're part of um, the Port Allen Cultural District, recognized by the state of Louisiana. You can keep on walking through and go on the levee. Beautiful trail, absolute best view of the Baton Rouge skyline. So, I mean, there's a lot to see and do here. My wife and I, we were looking for some place to take the kids and just let them run, you know, and it sounds <laughs> like this is the way to do it, you know, and rolling down a levee if you haven't done that, you know, <laughs> yet, you need to. Well, I have a four and a half year old who had to come up with me to check on the, the sidewalks and, you know, the the ramps and all the other things that we've been doing over the, the break. And she did, I'd bring her bike and she'd ride around the, the, the sidewalks and just stretch her little legs while... <laughs> I was checking on everything here, so that's it, it's a beautiful. It really is. Well, that's awesome. What I forgot to tell you about. Well, we we <laughs> we also have a big music scene here at our museum. Um, West Baton Rouge Parish is home to the legendary Slim Harpo, um, mm -hmm. great blues musician, and um, so one of our newest permanent exhibits is a freestanding building on our grounds that was moved here three four years ago mm -hmm. and we turned it into a juke joint so it's a freestanding juke joint exhibit interpreting local blues history and celebrating all the blues legends that came uh, from west baton rouge parish and so 
we have everything from this bull angelique's about to show you to concert series and also a blues after school program to keep the tradition going so future generations can keep on singing and playing the blues that's awesome that really is. Sounds like you guys have got a lot going on out there, even amidst, you know, everything else that's going on between capital projects and random photographers showing up on the grounds. <laughs> oh, we love it. Yeah. We love it. We have a problem saying no. We just get an idea and we're just like, let's try it. Let's do it. And we just do. And somehow it always works out. Jeannie's had a vision for a while now about this demonstration barn and these workshops and just really making it come alive. Um, There's so many incredible tradition bearers in Louisiana that we just want to make sure that these traditions are carried on. It's part of our mission as a, as a community museum. So mm -hmm. we really want to do those kinds of things for our community and to make sure we still know about blacksmithing and how, how the uh, Acadians made the pegged furniture and the, you know, the old um, house construction methods that they used back in the day. So these are important and we want to see them continue. Oh yeah, and learning how to play the harmonica and- Oh yeah, yeah. that's fun. <laughs> how to play sugarcane, all kinds of things. We just don't want those traditions to die away. And we definitely live to serve the community. We all feel really fortunate to, to work with an awesome team here in a community that really supports what we do and it's really neat that we take the local history and connect it to the greater region around us so we're always tying it to the greater Baton Rouge area the state national and international levels because it, it when you stop and think about it it's all absolutely connected so well, this is the stuff that makes us you know kind of our culture this is our you know history and you can't you can't learn that from an app you know, you need to, you know, get out, smell it, you know, and, you know, feel the heat from the fire, and, you know, mm -hmm. build a couple things. So it just sounds awesome. Well, guys, I, I think you've got a great thing going on over there. I've kind of kicked around the site and it looks good. And you got, sounds like a bunch of projects I have to get out there and take a look at it. And fortunately it sounds like we can, there's not a gate. So yeah. come on. Yeah, please come. Anytime. That'd be great. All right. Well, anything that we're missing before we let everybody get back to work? Um, well, this year would have been our 25th annual Sugar Fest. And so um, at, out of an abundance of caution, we're kind of planning for that to be a virtual thing this year. So, But it's also a wonderful opportunity for us to be able to record um, interviews with these different tradition bearers that we highlight at Sugar Fest and kind of save that for uh, perpetuity. So we're excited to be able to do that. Oh. Um, look for that the first weekend in October. Yeah. And also just live music concerts from the comfort of your home as well because we'll be uh, working with the musicians we tend to work with every year and so we'll be able to record that as well. So they'll still come out you know and play and and then stream live? Yeah well they'll and then be some, recorded. they'll be recorded oh, okay. yeah and then you know those that are comfortable coming out and we'll space them uh, will come out and um, those that need us to go to them we, we will do so and it will it will be just like your regular festival schedule it's just you'll click on and at a certain time we'll air this activity or that concert yeah so. Oh, that sounds fun. We, we do in normal times. In normal times, we do monthly jams. So the second Sunday of every month is an old time open country jam, and the third Sunday is generally our Cajun jam, or la jam as we call it, uh, with the Cajun French Music Association of Baton Rouge. They have not returned yet. Uh, the Cajun jam hasn't since the pandemic, but the blue uh, the um, country jam 
the Old Time Jam is um, the second Sunday of every month, and they were uh, they performed on the 14th. We had about 30 people that day. We did socially distanced and spread outside, out. outside. So we outside. were completely yeah okay. Um, but it was so great to see faces um, outside. People wore masks. We were under the comfort of sprawling oak trees. So lots of shade, lots of breeze. And people were genuinely happy. It was a completely contactless experience. We just asked that anybody that wanted to come bring your own lawn chair, bring your own little ice chest with your bottled water and such. And the musicians um, brought their own chairs as well. And they were on a covered porch spaced. Um, and it was beautiful. You know, I think everybody needed a little afternoon of live entertainment. Um, it fed the musicians' souls for sure. And people just said, we just had to get out. And, you know, it was a safe mm -hmm. way to do something culturally enriching and get a little fresh air at the same time. And I think that's, you know, a lot of times, you know, I was talking with um, a guest on the show before and they said, you know, we've been given the gift of time, you know, and I think that that's, you know, so very true that, you know, we go so fast and we move, you know, that sometimes, especially, you know, I'm a big, technical guy I like to keep up with all the stuff but it's also good just to kind of get out and unplug you know and let the kids roll down the levee you know to go see something you know to go touch it to smell it you know kind of really embrace that culture because you don't get that reading a website you don't get that reading a book and so you know I'd encourage all everybody all the families out there you know get out you know take a Saturday afternoon you know and burn you know three hours you know pack a lunch you know and just sit outside and eat lunch under a tree you know it's, sure. it's simple but it makes those are the things that I think you know I, I can remember things from my childhood and those are the kind of like I don't remember the shows that I watched I don't remember you know sitting you know all the time at the house or you know going to someone's birthday party it's more of those I told uh, we we're talking with tourism division earlier and we we're talking about how like I can remember for July 4th one year I just went and you know, my mother and I and some friends we got, and we just went and got in canoes and just paddled around the Atchafalaya. Like, yeah. I remember that, you know. So it's getting out and doing some of those things. So I hope we can get enough, you know, parents will see this. The show's been doing extremely well, you know, and they'll go, you know, hey, that's a, that's that's literally in my backyard. I can drive over. I can go take a look at it. We can spend a couple hours, you know, maybe grab lunch or maybe, like I said, eat lunch under a tree. Yeah, so. It's all yeah. about the adventure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's some really great restaurants around us as well. There's um, Kuyon's Barbecue, Court Street, the Lunch House. There's several just really wonderful places you can pick up and come sit under our trees too. Oh yeah, there you there go. Local snowball stands if you oh, yeah. just need to cool off. Oh, the River Queen. <gasps> the River Queen. Oh my gosh! So our summer history camp a few years back was featured in Southern Living Magazine and. While they were here, they were so impressed with the Ida Burger from the River Queen. It's an old-fashioned burger stand that's been around for decades and decades. When my dad was in high school, it was a thing. So it was, it's, it's oh, been wow. around for a while. That's, <laughs> There's a lot of history on the West Side. Yeah. There's a, uh, those are the best, you know, burgers. I, those little hole in the wall, you know, that have been there forever. They, mm. um. I fly airplanes and they have a book. It's called the hundred dollar cheeseburger. Mm -hmm. And it's all these just little bitty places that you'd never know or never know existed. 
but they yeah. have, you know, a little diner that you can stop in and they say by the time you get there, you spend a hundred dollars to get a cheeseburger. So. <laughs> hey, but that's great for the local economy. <laughs> yeah, it's getting out. So, yeah. <laughs> Well, guys, I appreciate the time. I know everybody's got a lot going on and it sounds like you guys have got a lot going on over there and we'd love to come out and take a look at it. I'm going to put it on my list for sure. So. Come on out. Thank you. Brandon. All right. I'll let y'all get back to your day. Ready? Take care. Thank you.